0: Wow, here we are, everybody. Another
1: Another, episode. I was about to say that. Another episode (laughs) of Violet (laughs) Fails.
0: I'm feeling positive. Me too. Welcome back to the Positively Negative Podcast.
1: Where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of positivity in an occasionally negative world. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble, and we're glad you're here.
0: Yeah, boy.
1: Yeah, boy.
0: Yeah,
1: boy. boy. Oh, baby. Um, Oh, baby, baby. Yeah, yeah.
0: How you doing?
1: I'm not doing too bad. I'm not too (laughs) dupe. I'm switching a lot of gears at the moment, if I'm honest. I'm switching a lot of gears because crypto stuff was i don't know man like when you're invested in something can be anything job career relationship whatever like there's like a linear linear notion to it it gets it just gets Mm samey and up until i would say maybe three months ago like doing the daily stuff that i was really enjoying to do um i don't know as soon as i started to see my my favorite cryptocurrency start to dip and dip and dip it kind of Mm -hmm. just started to get to me a bit so as you do you change gears you change it up you look for other stuff and and it's just this i I did a video about it today like the law of sod sod's law whoever (laughs) came up with sod's law the law of sod and the moment i like go out there and start looking for more work. And I don't know if it's just the time and the month like rolling over or what, but like it seems that there's a lot more work just suddenly popped up. Yeah. And I've been applying for a bunch of them today and yesterday and the last few days. Just a lot of different switching up the different energies really, I guess. Mm. That's where my head's at. About you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it is really funny that once you start, I, I really do believe like a lot of things in the universe work on that. I think I've mentioned it before that tipping that bucket of water or whatever that tipping point is where you just have to keep filling it or like pleasing an algorithm or something. And you, but you don't know where the tipping point is. So you just have to keep showing up, showing up, showing up, just putting bucketfuls of water into this huge hole in the ground, uh, until you have a damn swimming pool. So I feel like, but there's always like a lead time. There's always like, um, there's always, it's almost like the, like how waves recede in, there's like an undertow and you're like, oh, what the hell? And the the momentum of that then just like all crashes down at once. I, I woke up to a job invitation this morning for a potentially really big project. Like I said, like you said, I know you've been looking into projects and mm. kind of hashing things out with potential clients. So yeah, um, I'm ready for that all to like build up and then I know it's all going to come at once. It's just always how it goes.
1: Yeah, that's the the problem. Well, it's not a problem because I know that we'll both just like, you know, we'll have to pony up to it. But it's kind of funny Mm. how like all the prep that we've done to now get to the point where it's like, oh, we should make this and make this, make this. Now everybody's like, oh, that's great. But can you do this for us? Yeah, I understand like I've I've said it over the years and it's been kind of weird when I've bumped into people who are like yeah we need that and, and I look at them and think well you can do that already why are you not doing it mm. just that old old saying is like the reason why people's websites don't even the people who make websites don't update theirs is that they're constantly like pulled from one thing to the, to another and I kind of don't I kind of know we have to do it but I hate the energy shift of it. Mm. or dislike it. I don't hate it. I dislike the energy shift of it.
0: Do you feel pulled between like the, like sometimes I feel pulled between money now and tomorrow's money. Like I have to do work now on the projects that we've been talking about building up on our own, like, you know, almost building our own platform in a sense um, to get work versus then you have people coming and they're like, Oh, can you just do this job? Oh, can you just do this job? Like, is that kind of the energy that you've been feeling like that you just, you're kind of pulled away? Or is it something um, else? I'm trying to be more specific about like, what do you feel? What two things do you feel like are opposing each other at the moment?
1: Well, I think the biggest shakeup in the last year, I mean, I know it's two years, but I have to say, yeah, the biggest shakeup in the last year is the whole idea of that. My time is so easily put into a little thing called proof of work. Yeah. Like, like before I used to just either waste my time just for daily money or weekly money or monthly money. I never considered, I, I did consider the value of my time. Of course you do, because as you get older and you realize you've got things to do before you like kick the bucket, Um, which I feel like I've done quite a few of those things. I have to say, I'm not like in a place where I'm like, oh my God, I haven't done the things I wanted to do. But I think work and money have completely, completely changed to me in terms of, how the acquisition of it the spending of it and what i spend it on Mm. and it's been interesting that it took mathematics and an algorithm for me to like at 45 years of age wake up to it and be like oh proof of work Hmm, that's interesting and then i've kind of deep dived that and realized that okay so this is a faceless algorithm that doesn't necessarily care about my pros or like you know, quality of the images, at least not now, images, video, like, and I'm not not trying to exploit that. I'm just, it's always nice to have an algorithm be like, oh, you've spent time on this in terms of the length of it or you're posting regularly or Mm. DTube or DLive. They've got moderators. They can see the regular, I don't know what their algorithm is, algorithm is i know they've got like a little interface now in discord where they can be like give this person 10 percent, give this person 15 percent, like give them nothing ignore it skip it you know they've got like controls yeah uh, but there is a hell of a lot of video in there as well so they can't curate everything so some days that nothing you get nothing um whereas in life like if you have a hobby and you just do it because it's a hobby and it doesn't make you any money then you get nothing for that either mm-hmm. so i think it's i think the gear switching is um i've I've applied the proof of work too much into my daily life in terms of like, I'm I'm always kind of evaluating now. Is it work? Is it, you know, like, is it something that's going to get me somewhere else? I'm like, I need a, I need a proof of existence mm. token, the <laughs> stuff that I do on a daily basis. So like, it's just, I've noticed my energy shifts. I notice in the morning I've got like loads of energy. Yeah and you know i'll have a positivity in the morning where i'm kind of super super pumped up about getting started in the day and like every morning to me is is good mornings are just good for me i love mornings always Mm. have them and then by the time i get to like this time early afternoon early evening then the negativity side of our podcast comes out (laughs) we do right because
0: right at the flux like right at where where like the top of the like roller coaster starts to tip down
1: (laughs) Right, you got a second chance saloon at about five o'clock. You're either like at the <laughs> bar with the whiskey or you're like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, but just but I'm in a I'm in a positive mood today because um even though I react badly to the change in energy of like, oh, I need to consider this, I need to consider that, as in this is this is feeling this is very hobby-ish, but I still get paid by the algorithm for it. And then it's like, oh, I want to take on some additional client work. I want that client work to be to fit into my proof of work right yeah so that that's that's interesting to me because it's kind of like then I'm kind of delegating my brain power on what's going to be least frustrating and the problem with that is I always go back to the proof of work mm. you know it's always like this 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 I know what I'm going to get whereas you don't in life most of the time from the work you do even people's jobs now nine to five every nine of five can be different right. you know and even even when you work for somebody on a nine to five those days can turn into weeks can turn into months and then after a while you're looking up it's like i don't enjoy turning up there anymore right whereas with with uh, a proof of work kind of chain of events you kind of know what you're going to roughly get from it to a certain mm. degree so then when you see then when you see the economy of economy of it kind of cascade downwards because obviously people it's not flavor of the month there's no FOMO there the volumes are not doing good and then when it bumps up again it's just it just it's difficult for me to comprehend it's difficult for me to keep up with something so volatile yeah. and I think it just makes me see how volatile the day-to-day of living really really right. is when you when you really number crunch it down to that you know
0: Right. Well, I mean, it's hard not to associate money and value, you know, in terms of like what what your what your work is. I mean, I was just you and I were talking briefly. I did most of the talking, because I just needed to mentally decide how much this big project was going to be, and I and it was the project was pretty a big one, and then it was oh, and give me a quote for ten of them, and so I was like, um, okay, how do I what do I what does that mean? And how long will it take me? And how, how much of my, what is the monetary value on those hours? And if it's this type of work, it's kind of this type of monetary value. And if it's this, it's something else. And, um, it's tough when you have that type of a calculation and going on in your brain for the more traditional freelance world. But like you said, then when you're dealing with a volatile crypto market, It's like you can do the same work and because of the price of crypto, it could be worth double the next day or half the next day.
1: I completely lost you then.
0: Oh, no. I was talking about the secrets of the universe.
1: Yours is probably still going to be there. Your your (laughs) waveform is there, but I was just like, I lost you, I haven't got you, and then I started singing.
0: Oh, I hope that's in the podcast. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I was literally just like sitting here like. Yeah.
0: That's probably what goes through your head most of the time when I'm talking if we're if we're being. Honest.
1: No, that's not true at all. That's but not true at all.
0: The short the short version of what I was saying was that you can do work on the blockchain that is worth one price one day and and it could be double or half the next day because of the volatility like you were saying. Right. So it's difficult right. to have a f- have like a feeling about your work or what you're doing or how you're doing because whether or not we like to admit it as artists, we use the monetary value as a benchmark, you know, like my, my work is worth more than it was a couple of years ago because of my experience and because I can get things done in half the time or whatever it is. And so when the monetary like benchmark is moving, it really is kind of disorienting. It's almost like a form of economic jet lag.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The only, the only thing I see with that is because there's two, there's two major things that kind of stand out for me. One, currently it's all pegged by the dollar, right? So that at some point is going to implode. So then all of these things that are pegged to something else, then they're all going to be affected in some way. So one of the topics that we wanted to get into today was about the future. Well, not necessarily the future of work, but like what what happens you know the potential work and jobs and tasks and tokens that was kind of like what i I put the title as um so zooming out big picture like you know this this proof of work interests me on the on a macro level like day to day and end of week and end of month and where we're going to be in three months six months hopefully we'll acquire this this and this and go to this event and do these things survival mode etc but then there's another zoomed out view where I'm looking at like, okay, so these proof of work things, wherever I can turn up, I can turn up for somebody else somewhere in the world and I can trade my time and then that has a cost now. So remove the pound, remove the dollar for a minute, remove all of the conventional methods of the way we acquire things these days and then consider the idea of like everything being tokenized Mm. and then imagine everything that's tokenized Uh, Is almost like your new digital CV or or, all the things that you used to have when you were a kid. So I remember being a teenager and having like, I was into Nike, I was into like Firetrap, I was into Minis, I was into all the things that Facebook has now got data sets about me on, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess when I was talking about the shifting of energy earlier on, it's kind of the shifts really for me is that I, yes, I think about today and tomorrow, next week, but I also think of like, all right, so I'm spending a lot of time in this particular chain and there's going to be another chain and another chain and another chain and they're going to be for different things. Some of them might be for philanthropy. Some of them might be for environment. Mm-hmm. Some of them might be for sports, whatever it may be. And that that will become my new digital CV. That that will become my new uh, passport authority on human beings on planet Earth, right? Or at least as long as the network's up and the power's on. <laughs> Well right. yeah,
0: like this is all predicated on the fact that we can keep the damn lights on, the internet going and that, you know, we're not living right. in in right. the mountains because everything's flooded. But like, you know, positively negative.
1: <laughs> yeah. Most people will be buying gold and silver and smelting that down to buy food and stuff. I mean, yeah, you know, if only have to look at something that's happening today, mm. and that is the state of Venezuela, you know, right. with in terms of hyperinflation in Venezuela. So that's that's not a situation that can't not happen everywhere else in the on the globe
0: sure. so then
1: when you start to feel the squeeze on that food and access to food and drink and everything else this is the negative phase of the podcast by the way people if you are wondering so if you want to go off and make a cup of tea and have a bath maybe come back in that 10 minutes or so we'll be into the positive Pink section
0: unicorns, dancing <laughs> the
1: <rainbows. laughs> uh so yeah, that, that's what when I talk about changing energies, mm. that's where I'm at. Like yeah. my earning is something that we do anyway. Like we can do it wherever, like on a blockchain or like fiat work. There's always going to be somebody who, who hasn't got the talent, skill, time, convenience to do it. Right. Um, but the changing up is like, I don't want to keep, I don't like repeating the same old things. Like I don't like doing three months of my year uh, like on recover, like recovery. Like for instance, yeah. you know, January used to be I won't hear from anybody till March or April time because nobody's signing contracts or everybody's having extended holidays. Again, for June, July and August. Everybody's away on holidays. So I've been trying to find a way over the last few years to take those timeouts and use them more effectively. Yeah. But the trap is is that you need resources in place to be able to take that time out comfortably. Otherwise, you're still chasing that energy cha- tail of like oh, I've paid this bill, I have paid this rent, and now I need to do that again for next month, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, I understand now why people do a lot of work in a lot, you know, small space of time. They kind of go effectively like off the web, they deep dive it, and then that keeps them going for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. My problem has been getting ahead on that stuff when everything is so volatile and everything changes so much. Now, I was just getting used to learning about blockchain and uh, ledgers about six months ago and now i'm looking at things like dags like the bite ball dag which is a completely different way of, of <laughs> not having a blockchain but it kind of operates like a blockchain it's kind of i can't keep up with it right i don't think any of us can and i think there's an opportunity for everybody but then also what are the ramifications of that knock-on effect because it's massive right you no know, it's well, it's think, a,
0: a yeah, yeah i think a lot of the exhaustion comes from thinking incredibly micro and incredibly macro at the same time, just something that both of us do probably, you know, 24, any any of our conscious hours. Like I'm constantly aware of, like we kind of just said it all in the past 10 minutes is I'm aware of everything from, you know, what's happening with climate change and things happening in the world down to, you know, what my particular internet speed is at the minute and the you know Mm. my monthly residuals and my this is coming out of this account this month and you know i gotta i gotta log this hour and that's gonna pay for you know another couple days of food or whatever so it's like it's so it's very very exhausting to be thinking micro and macro at the same time um like simultaneously and then toggling those and um and and, it, and the problem and the good and bad thing about blockchain is that you can be as macro knowledged about it or as micro knowledged as you want about it. you I mean, if you want to if you want to deep dive, there's like seemingly no end to the bottom of that intellectual hole that you can go. <laughs> you can go down. but then it's like, well we how many hours in a day do we have before we're like before you're exhausted? You know what I mean? Like you wake up, you know, you and I wake up relatively early and i always feel like i'm racing against my like shadow self uh, of of energy and it's like who's gonna mm. who's gonna pass out first like <laughs> i ha- like am i gonna get the things i need to get done first before my brain before i'm just blinking at the, the screen and just staring at the screen like what is this what do, what is this like tr- you know rectangle i would love to i, stare I at? would love
1: to i would love somebody to build an app that sits in the tray bar that like records thousands of people like that in those particular moments and post it as a YouTube video every day.
0: Hello, darkness, my old friend. Exactly. And it could become a thing. So. Be
1: a Zoom didn't face thing.
0: That's hard. And it, that's why I think that's the big reason why when people ask us what we do for work, it's an impossible question for me to answer <laughs> because I'm like, I don't know. I'm still here. I still make money somehow. I just, every day, just kind of lately anyway, every day, just feels like uh, a little bit of everything. I think mm. it's the best way to put it. And it's a little bit of working for today's food, and working for tomorrow's food, and working for three months from now's transportation. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you're, I'm earning on different levels at all time because we're building projects that are hopefully going to sustain us. You know. In a couple months, not just today, but then we're, but then we're doing the micro tasks of like, you know, for example, modding on the, um, on steam hunt and doing those things that are trickling in the dailies. So yeah, it's like every, every view is in focus at once. It's a lot of data.
1: (laughs) It's a lot of data. It's a lot of data.
0: Oh baby, it's funny. I think if you're somebody who's like binge listening to these podcasts last week, you're probably hearing us being like, "Yeah, everything is great, everything's amazing, feeling pumped, feeling good." And this week, we're like, "Whoa, okay." You know, I still feel like positive. I still feel optimistic, but I I do feel a little bit tired today, and maybe a lot of it's the heat and just general. Yeah, you tired got
1: hot now. weather over there right now.
0: Boy, let me tell you. 80 degrees by 8 in the morning, 82 degrees. Like, what are we doing?
1: That's bizarre. It's gonna, about to be that's September bizarre.
0: in two days. So
1: Crazy.
0: So, yeah. So, it's like yeah. the so thing I- that you're just like always toggling. is like, what can your body do? What can you physically get, you know? your bo- At the end of the day, you have an analog system, which is your body, that's sustaining all of this stuff. <laughs> you have to keep that in okay shape, too. <laughs> and try yeah. not to fall apart. So yeah, so it's a lot. So like, do you think I mean, I don't know if this is part of kind of what you wanted to get into. But like, as we kind of, you know, blockchains come more online, and everything becomes like, micro segmented in terms of data. And we just have things let's let's imagine a future where just Amazon just is like, well, you're low on vitamin D, because you haven't left the house in four days. Here's like, here's an extra supplement, or here's this, when all of that, like, to, to keep your flesh and bones just running on a day to day basis is Like one bill a month and it just shows up at your door, then like Mm. then what do we do with our time? And then what is that? Like how does that affect work? Do you think?
1: I I don't know how it affects. I don't know because everybody's different. But one thing that having the track record that have working in different companies over the years from operations to you know like technical support to all kinds of different facets of computer technology really. One thing that I've always noticed is that whenever those things get constricted, whenever the money's not there, whenever the budgets are not there, um, whenever those companies don't upgrade fast enough or, or take on board the new technology or even the, the technologists who are around to support it move on to something else or get acquired by somebody else, then those infrastructural things tend to fall by the wayside. And what I'm seeing more so than anything else is the more power of social that we have out there the more people that realize they have a voice Mm -hmm. the more i realize that people are taking ownership of their footprint their digital footprint their analog footprint in the way that they either are influenced by social um or they're just they want a a different life they don't they realize Mm -hmm. they've got choices now that they never had before Mm -hmm. because they've got access to you know a a group of uh, farmers on a, a facebook channel or a youtube channel who are doing something a little bit differently and documenting it and then all of a sudden it's like well we can go and do that so i feel like the role of local authorities for a start is completely changing mm. um i feel like there's even cities even bloody las vegas in the me- middle of like a desert is you know with the money it's generating from the irony of, of gambling is investing it into probably one of the world's biggest desalination units in the world. So like, which is just the bizarre thing for me is that, but you know, it's the same as the internet. If it wasn't for like adult content in, in the kind of nineties, and the early 2000s, we probably wouldn't have some of the uh, infrastructure that we have in terms of, you know, connections between servers and Google buying up all the black fiber.
0: Thanks, Pornhub. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't really want to I put. That you in didn't there, but... want it. Say... All right.
0: I know you do not want to wow. say it, but that's what made me want to wow. say it that much more. I'm sorry. Wow. Sorry. We don't even. We
1: don't even get. We don't even get like a sponsor from that.
0: Listen. <laughs> anyway,
1: back to, back to Yank back Kanye to the point. boy. Back- okay. Okay. Kanye got Um, sponsored.
0: Oh, I don't know if you maybe you hadn't seen that. I I thought it was pretty funny last week.
1: I don't follow Kanye. I I have no need to follow a rap star who wears fluffy shoes that look like bathroom shoes. I have no need in my life to go out with what looks like a fairy liquid bottle for a lunch date. Um. Anyway, where was I at? Um. It looks like you've disconnected again, so I'm just going to keep on going. Um. Yeah, so I think I think things are going to change on a day-to-day basis for people earning money. I think the way that we pay bills, infrastructure bills are going to change. I think the tokenization of the web is very much active, very much like uh, every single day um, is 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 just taking over everything, although we don't realize it yet. So yeah, the Amazon. The Amazon kind of uh, roller coaster of them being a delivery service mm. and having auto autonomous things delivered, um, I, I don't know where it's going to go. I just, I'm, my concern is, will we have the right money? Will we have the right passports? Will we have the right tokens? And the class structure that we think we have now—if you look at any graph, you can see that the poorer are getting poorer and the richer are getting richer. So there's going to be, there's going to come a point where it's like. Literally scrabbling around the bottom of a pot. So I think, as somebody who sees those things, not projects them, but kind of sees those things coming, I'm kind of always trying to be respectful of my time in terms of all right what do i need to adapt to next to get the most out of my my time next right
0: right and i feel like those windows by the way i did lose you for a minute there and i i say yeah no
1: yeah yeah okay so um
0: (laughs) but yeah the windows of those like iteration periods i feel like are getting faster as well And, and i feel like things are getting faster in general and i'm not sure maybe that's just my perception but um you know we talked about that a couple weeks ago when we were talking about um, work in another sense, that we kind of have to change up not what we do, but w- the way we do it and where we set up our virtual stalls, quote unquote, online every, you know, seems like six months now. when it used to be every two years and then every year. So I think all that is getting a lot, changing a lot faster and having to think about being predictive, like you said, is, uh, is a lot. But I guess it's going to all depend on what, what do you think that the next currency is going to be like, I I know we have in our notes here, will proof of legacy be the version two of proof of proof of brain or proof of work?
1: Um, I, I just think there's going to be a whole bunch of separate tokenized economies, um, that depend on your involvement for them to scale. I think there's going to be, um, a necessity to have high-speed data connections to connect to these web services. Mm. Um, I don't know which tokens are going to win. All I, all I know is that the the tokenization of time and value are two massive things that I see on my radar. Mm. I just don't think the old infrastructure systems are ready for those things.
0: Mm. Right, because I think if we're, I mean, if we go back to proof of brain, if we're going back to proof of brain, that having a value. It, it's funny that that the rise of that is co- also coming on with the rise of artificial intelligence. So when AI is able to prove their proof of brain, then it's like, oh, <laughs> okay, so now now what's the value? Like now what's the thing that sets us apart or differentiates us or what's the time what's the things that give our time value? And I think what you mean right. in terms of tokens being a passport is is kind of what I'm talking about about proof of legacy. Of being able to show, like, okay, well, I was here and I did this thing at this time in this place because I have a physical presence on this plane of existence. <laughs> it's getting so meta, right. but do you know what I mean. Like, I, I mean, I don't know my the way my brain kind of goes is like, what are the things that um that are going to become valuable once AI is commonplace? Because once AI is commonplace, all of those jobs and all of that, all of the value that we've put into those things that now a script can do. We're the value. The values right. have to shift someplace else. So I'm glad that right. I'm like a physical meat sack on this plane of existence is what I'm saying because even physical though it's physical
1: meat sack, Jesus,
0: even though it's <laughs> it a lot it of upkeep, so,
1: so enjoyable These body things are like. Well, actually, it's not. It's not a lot of no. It's not a lot of upkeep though. I mean, you've you've just been out today and and literally pulled together like all your your food preparation oh, and stuff.
0: Have to go down. I'm so excited to finish
1: so you i mean you i know i know what you're saying you're still like and that wasn't just out of wanting to like save money or just not you know be the more you've been aware of like your diet for instance right. the more that you've been aware of the food and then because you're aware of the food now you're aware of the price that's interesting to me yeah right because i don't i don't think there's a lot of people or i think there's a huge percentage of people that are just they, they jump in the car, they go to the food place. As long as it's on the shelf, we'll buy it. As long as money is in the bank account, we'll buy it. You know, there's going to come a point where people will look up and literally go, oh, yeah, all right, those things don't fit anymore. And I'm ill-prepared to adapt to the new thing, you know. It's, it's not like – I mean – if you say I mean blockchain it's radically different from radio to T V to internet and then blockchain
0: Yeah, yeah, that like last it, gap seems
1: radi- a little bit more that last gap deep. Yeah. is is mass. <laughs> Like before that it was entertainment. Now it's math. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's almost like it's almost like that school teacher who was like waving you as you went, like, you're not gonna go anywhere. You know, it's like
0: it's almost like the the other stuff Yeah, it's almost like the gap from analog to digital. is like the almost the next even though blockchain is quote unquote it is a digital, you know, entity. I don't want to call it an entity. I'm scared of but But but, do you know what I'm saying? It's almost as big as a chasm from paper to a laptop. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms of technology yeah. jumps.
1: The only thing I will say is that the, it, the analog to the digital jump was fairly easy to understand because it was a, an efficient optimization that had like a visual or an auditory Element to it. So when the radio came along, it was like, "Oh wow, how does this work?" And it's like, "Okay, I understand it." There's a place there. They send the radio signal to this radio tower, and we receive it. Got it. Two, two jumps, two, three jumps. (laughs) Television set. Oh, visual picture, black and white. It's a bit lame, isn't it? Oh, color picture. I get it. So then, you know, yeah, yeah.
0: There's always been a reference point,
1: and it's a ledger, and it's like a database. And then people think about all of the trouble that they've ever had of setting up a database on the computer, and then they find out that this, this database can now pay you or you can send a payment anywhere in the world without using you know, a bank. Here's or the this, thing about the
0: blockchain. This is what, if you haven't done this and you don't understand blockchain yet, this is what you need to do. You need to get yourself uh, any kind of, you know, if you get a Steemit account, I I love Steemit, so the, I have a Steemit account. You need to do something that earns you crypto, even if it's on a very small scale. Yeah. You need to turn that into real life money and buy yourself a damn sandwich. And then something happened. Like in my brain, that's when something clicked. I remember specifically the very first time it really clicked for me was when this past winter, when we were together, and there was a crazy bad um, ice storm where we were, and we were like, (laughs) we were like the bunnies popping our heads out of the hole, being like, "Oh, (laughs) it went down out here, okay." And we decided to go to the shop. Well. When while we were on our way to the shop, I was taking pictures because it was beautiful, and that's what, probably what I would be doing anyway because that fresh fresh snowfall. Mm. And um, mm. I put to, I, when we got back, I put a post together, and um, and shared it on Steemit. and the money that I made from that post was nearly exactly what I had what we had spent at the store, and I was like, wow. whoa, hold on. So I just turned to the experience of me walking to the store you know, combined with having a data connection and having a phone to take photos and having my brain to, to write a story about it, write a story about us walking to the shop and slipping and almost breaking our asses that all of that Mm. came together. And that equaled like a bag of chips, a sandwich, (laughs) whatever we had bought for dinner, you know, like a chocolate bar and to have those physical, tangible things come out of something that was like felt so obscure before that. I felt like I was just basically like they were just numbers until that moment. Until I Mm. really had like a physical value come back. Um, Well, I guess that I guess that's that personally to understand it. I think.
1: I guess not everybody thinks uh, volumetrically like that. Maybe it's a maybe it's a skill or a talent or it's just a an artist or a creative process Mm. that you know certain individuals have which I never knew I had actually. I never knew I was like creative or artist driven, not like true artist, but like artist in, in kind of approach, like the ebbs and fall of looking at it. But I don't think a lot of people think outside of the box about themselves like that. I think they go to work. I think they come back from work. I think they have their family time where it's like dedicated to the family that they don't think about what else they could be doing with their own life. It's like just dedicated to family. And you know, respect that. I think that's, that's a, a life. But at the same time, you know, the, the whole idea of like, it takes a lot to turn it from just uh, an admin function of going and acquiring food to then take photos and write about, you know, the environment around you. It's kind of a certain amount of awokeness to doing that instead of just, you know, this is my nine to five. When I come home, I want to pick some food up between mm. five and six. And then from six till this time, I'm going to do that. Um Right. And it takes, I think it takes a certain amount of bravery as well to step outside of that. And I think that's the reason why a lot of people have like jobs for years or they put up with a job or they just keep doing the same thing because they don't want any of that to change. Right. You know, the, the car, the mortgage, all the family holidays, you know? Right.
0: I mean, it, it really, really changed the way I approach time and my hours in the day. I don't feel like... As, so there was a jump from when I went from a nine to five to a freelance because that becomes a lot less linear. It becomes a lot less like these are my working hours. I work nine to five and I take a break from 1230 to 130. Like that's, that's super regimented. Mm. And then the next step down for me was like freelance where you're just doing like a bit here and a bit there. Maybe you do like a Pomodoro timer where you take little breaks in between and then you can watch a YouTube video and that's like a little bit more free form. And then the blockchain version of that is like I'm always working. And I'm also always never working. (laughs) And that is like Mm. a huge, huge mind meld because the process of us walking to the shop to get food typically is not a working time. It's not a time to be earning or doing really, but you can kind of turn it into one, you know, by, you know, by the process that I, I shared earlier about blogging it and things like that. So it's like, I, I'm not even fully sure how to think about my my working time and my non-working time because especially when you're pursuing something that you enjoy doing, it's like taking photos of the snow is something that just feels like that's something I want to do and that's native to me anyway. But then that's also <laughs> how partially how I fed myself for that day. So uh, like, how do I even th- feel about, that's why when clients say like, how much for this project? I, I have a hard time now because I'm like, it's hard for me to put a, a direct time value on certain things because I don't really,
1: yeah. It's disorienting. It's a I mean, it's very much a, very much a blurring of the lines yeah. for me in, t- in terms of, you know, I I guess in some ways being an early participant of this when I was an early person doing kind of blogging from when it was a real pain in the backside and you have to have hosting and I had to put money into that stuff I had to Mm. you know I have to pay for hosting and websites and admin and the time to to learn about plugins and why there was vulnerabilities and why it wasn't quite working yet because we have to remember that most of this stuff doesn't isn't finished (laughs) most of the stuff that we use doesn't just work the same way every day something else goes wrong something like goes wrong with it or it gets old or the code's old or it doesn't keep updated so like it's not like buying a car where or a washing machine where it's like it's got a purpose it's set to do a certain thing and then it has a life to it mm-hmm. um like the life of, of of work and jobs and the tools it's an ever-evolving thing so oh, I, yeah. I think in some ways i'm 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 glad from a, a proof of work point of view that i get what i get from the time that i put into it that i feel like i lost out on before so that's kind of liberating but to go back to your point about the photo stuff, you know, you didn't, you didn't specifically do that. Um, you know, you didn't like. We're going to the shop. I want to make sure that I've, I'm paying for this back. It was just that we were so empowered by the notion that something like that could exist that it, it was interesting. It that was your experimentation. You know, you could see that I was really into blogging because I'd always been blogging anyway. And I wanted somewhere to put like those expressions and then to see like a financial algorithm attached to that, um, which makes the the proof of brain algorithm work in terms of you've added more to this chain. And then this chain, when it gets bigger, there's like an... A mission from this ch- ch- uh, chain. It's almost like you build up. It's almost a little bit like the wally film, where he's building up towers and then he gets so far <laughs> up and he's like, "All right, that tower's finished. I'll go and build another right. tower now." I feel, I feel very much like the Steam blockchain is like that. It's kind of like just chipping away, doing its thing, and then it gets to finish a tower and it wakes up the next day and it just like gives out fifty thousand Steam to people yeah. because it's like, "Yeah, I made a new tower." So, I, I think. I think you nailed it really is that you have to have that experience first before you can be like, Oh, yeah. okay, this is a different way of looking how you value your time. Cause it's made me completely yeah. check in with myself in terms of not only, um, what I can do with my time, how much time I need to take to train my brain to be a better brain, but also mm. from just different things that I've had issues or concerns or emotions about over the last 10 years, part of that being mental health, Like how meta can you get when you're actually writing on a platform which requires proof of brain and you're questioning how good your brain is? You just
0: literally took the thought process out of my brain from 3,000 miles away because what I was going to say, I know, well, we we do that a lot. It's like if proof of brain is how you earn money, then mental health becomes your most vital asset that you have (laughs) because that's literally your bread and butter. But also at the same time, I find that the blockchain is more accommodating of mental health than any other work experience I've ever had. Obviously the 9 to 5 yeah. for me personally being the least accommodating experience where you just like no one gives a damn you show up you work you do your thing. There's no consideration for how you're feeling that day, what type of chemicals are swirling around. Like if you struggle with depression, anxiety, your swings um that's a such a linear that's such a, like, a linear environment that there's no room for for any of that and i've i've found that it's been so so helpful to be making money on the blockchain because i i feel like i can build that padding in for myself i need to take time out or i just need to express myself in a in a different way i'm not forced Mm. like press you know be pressing this one button and just doing the same uh task over and over i felt like it's been very accommodating so it's really interesting Mm to have that awareness while you work of being like, okay, you know, I need to switch things up in this way and that's okay. But it's also the most important thing because I need to keep my brain. (laughs) I need to keep my brain. I was always, I was
1: always always interested in a world that removed the middleman. I think, Mm. I think I always, I was always interested from a very early age of say in my early twenties, especially working for local councils and, um hearing all the kind of chatter that went on at like events and stuff of of how people went and did their business deals and the handshake and the family you know family contracts that have been going on for years and years and years decades um you know local printers getting the local jobs instead of the the brand new kid on the block getting access to it and it used to infuriate me that a lot of the things that would optimize you could you know i could physically see something would be i used to have this i'll give you Quick idea of this: like every every three weeks or every four weeks, I would say, uh, probably the end of the month, I had this old guy who used to come into the uh, computer operations um, center, and he must have been in his seventies. And I'm absolutely certain that the contract that he signed was to look after the computer for the next twenty five years when he was in his fifties. I'm absolutely certain of it because all he did is he came in and cleaned cleaned this computer which took up the size of a room nobody else was using these computers a lot of them had been decommissioned in the early 70s but we still have one and i presume it was because it was still under contract and we while we got the contract we had to keep the machine kind of mm. thing there was faster machines out there there's we replaced the whole lot into a machine that fit on a desktop a sun but what was called a sun spark which was like a sun processor which ran on RISC architecture which was just a faster computer Whereas this other computer was the size of a room. And this bloke used to trundle in this old boy. You can tell he was just eking out the rest of his days. And he'd come in with his vacuum cleaner and he'd clean the dust out of it. And he used to say, I used to have to prop the door open and he kind of got in my way. And when I was on two ten shift, I didn't want him to be around. And he always managed to get it done like before like seven or eight o'clock. So he was out of my way. But he used to, he used to joke with me and he used to say, you know, I wouldn't have a job if, uh, if I didn't, If I didn't keep this going, because some, some of the things at the back, the dust keeps this thing together. You know, it keeps this thing running some of the dust at the back where I can't (laughs) get to. And it just made me, it just made me (laughs) laugh that we keep, we keep things that are inefficient running. We throw gobs of money at stuff because the idea of replacing it is scarier than something stopping. It's
0: like the devil, you know, right? Like that's the the adage.
1: And yet I feel like if if our whole computer system ran on a similar kind of ledger where people within that group say there was 100 people or 200 people in that local council that could, you know, I don't know what the term would be, but upvote or downvote or action certain things or have a debate about certain things. Somebody could be frustrated about it and put up a piece of audio or a video and debate that mm-hmm. stuff like a, an internal blockchain network of stuff. Then things would have probably got some resolution better. Because most of the time, I think a lot of those things didn't get a resolution because somebody, you know, put roadblocks mm. in the way or a middleman a middle had an investment in it staying the same. Right. Right. You know? Uh, and, and I think that's what we're seeing now is that a lot of the money that should have been spent on infrastructure 20, 30 years ago wasn't the landlords who have seen diminishing returns have then put the prices up and now we're seeing some of those big chains on the high street like completely disappearing and we've kind of exchanged uh legacy and history for the unknown like all of this stuff that we're getting into now is kind of the unknown for a lot of people um and what's scary about that is it tends to make people go the opposite way and just be like, I'm going to gorge everything I can see in front of me or around me because I, I don't know what's coming yeah. next and I, I don't want to change or I'm so inundated with the demands on me in maintaining what the system's thrown at me. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people are under Well, a lot that of pressure. was like,
0: I mean, that's like the letter that we got in the mail last week from the town we got we got a letter yeah. from our town because the grass was, was not yes, underneath it, it was a inches. notice it was a very official notice and i i blocked out all the essential data but it's on my Steemit blog where you can see you have violated the following objectives or you know i read it in the borg voice on my, in my mind but it was like you know, this, 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 and this is wrong with your property. And it was all cosmetic stuff. It was all your grass is too long. And the, the bushes from your, from your property is going into the sidewalk. So it's, you know, not the sidewalk's not a hundred percent clear. And then at the bottom it said, you could be responsible for, um, up to $500 a day per day (laughs) that these continue to be a violation. And because of that, you know, then we had to, you know, do a bunch of yard work and get things done in a very, very quick way. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of what I meant in terms of mental health, that that's completely fine. And if that's the town you live in, and that's what they expect, you kind of enter into that unsaid contract by living there. But there's absolutely no room or no understanding for like, is that person elderly? Is that person injured? Do they have mental health issues? Do they have, you know, just absolutely nothing. It's just a letter in the mail and fix it or else $500. And so
1: there's no, there's no accommodation, right. accommodation of emotion. Right. Right.
0: And and I think a lot of the problem of why people don't see blockchain as being able to help that is because a lot of people got introduced to blockchain as just like an a, an investment opportunity. Just like, it's like the stock market, but different, or it's just a way to make some money. And And you know, I think you and I are fortunate in a way that we got into blockchain stuff when, like, the value of Steam was like, I think I got in when it was fifteen cents. So for me, in my mind, Mm. there was never—I'd never in a million years had a thought of like, "I this could be my my daily sustenance," or "I could work for this," or "This could be like how I support myself in any in any term." It was like. And and I remember you and I always used to be like, hey, it's free hosting. Like that's that's on the most basic value, how we kind of were thinking about it in the beginning, because it was like, it was never Mm -hmm. a get rich quick or it was, I never saw it from, I never saw blockchain technology as something with quote unquote monetary value. And I think that is the thing that most people have the association with. And so when you're talking about changing things on a local level for people in their everyday lives to make things better in their city and better schools through blockchain. That seems probably like a very obscure way to think of. That's not an association people make because it's like, it's just markets. It's just money going up and down. And it's a way that if I I could get a Lambo or if I had bought Bitcoin in this day, that's, that's people's association. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, well, Okay, I mean, remove. Okay, the easiest thing I will say for most, for majority of people tuning in, is don't think of, um, don't think of decentralized, don't think of blockchain, don't think of ledgers, don't listen to the whole like, oh, it's kind of like a database. Listen to the to the things that you physically see, like infrastructure that's breaking down, airports, computers crashing, power grids, yeah, things yeah. like that, food quality. Yeah. Those are the things that could work better if they were more spread out right mm. the problem is is that it, ever since even when i even when i was a kid in my early sort of 14 15 playing around with the internet on bulletin board systems downloading all kinds of little like cookbooks and all kinds of different like black and red and different linux training manuals and whatever um a lot of those things that were in there were like phone numbers for certain services and those services have been um for the last 50 or 60 years centralized they're in one place all their servers are in four or five places all the air air control air traffic controller things are in certain places in certain countries so when you have a revolution in technology like we have with the internet internet connections you know programming just faster connections to the to the web in general but then you have the disparity of people suffering because of access to education or or getting bloody letters to cut your grass up to a military standard of six inches. Like, you, what you get then is you get a lot of angry people who want to take the centralized system down. So for, for me, more than anything, decentralized is does two things. One, it aims to remove the middleman. And two, having something decentralized more spread out Is less things for it to go wrong, but it also brings in this social audience that we've seen over the last 10 years and starts debates about it. Well, this could be more efficient or this should run differently. And what we've seen is as soon as like Bitcoin turned up, literally within five years, another thousand different coins and tokens because of people have been inspired by it and gone, yeah, it's good, but it should do this. Right. Right. We never had that. We never, I mean, I'm not saying that we should decentralize air traffic control. It'd be an absolute nightmare like we don't need something to be decentralized like that but if you if you really want to if you really want to change if you really are concerned about things that should change in your world there are certain things that are too dangerous to be centralized yeah right? you're right uh food energy uh local authorities shouldn't just exist we can't we can't have we got to have things in a certain amount of unison there should, there should be a certain amount of utopia between Right. Uh, services and the way that those services are are dealt out And I think out. at the
0: core the people who are frustrated are really the people who who actually want to be involved but there's roadblocks to them being involved or it doesn't it seems like the system is rigged against them or it seems like um, there's no seat for them at the table and I think that's a big thing that that blockchains and decentralized systems it makes it makes things more democratic it makes more people have more of a voice on a, on a on a level playing field and a lot of that a lot of that um frustration is just the fact that you know if we're going to go back to the cutting the grass debacle that is something that was decided by a group of people in a room one day and because of that that's a piece of paper that showed up at my door and that affected that affected you know my outcome for that day because i was like okay well did we can't have a 500 dollar fee like let's get out there let's do this you know so it just, it doesn't seem, it doesn't quote unquote seem fair that a, a couple people, a very select few of people can, can have a, um, have a say like that. So there'll
1: be a, there'll be, there'll be a ton of people screaming at the podcast right now saying, but life's not fair anyway. Um, and you know, to a certain degree, I can agree with that, but that's only because we've never We've never been able right. to get and, past the middleman. We're never. I'm been not here
0: to complain the- that I had to mow the lawn. It has nothing to do. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the actual work that had to be done. But it, it couldn't. I couldn't help but thinking. That if I, if I were in another, another person's situation, if I had severe uh, mental health issues, if I had, you know, six kids or, or I had a broken leg and it's the middle of the summer, like, Mm. and I don't have the money to pay a landscaper, then what does somebody who's, who's, you know, in a much worse off situation than me, what the heck do they do when they get a letter? I'm so fortunate that I was able to like, all right, let's, you know, let's get it done. Take a couple hours.
1: It's fortunate you were there. Exactly, you were actually on on that side of the world. Yeah, exactly, exactly,
0: because so that that's that's kind of where my thought process was. I really don't give a damn that the lawn had to be mowed, but it was just such a very harsh clinical, and and, you know, it, it was just like it was just seemed very silly to me, and it made me think about how other people might have a reaction to that. And it, it, you know, we're living in such volatile times where people are under so much stress and pressure and they're really just having, you know, it's harder than ever for a lot of people to just get by. And uh, something like that could just push somebody over the edge. I could completely, the way I reacted, I could see how somebody that could really just be the thing that kind of tips somebody and pushes them. So, um, yeah. So I'm hoping that technology makes the world a better place, (laughs) you know?
1: well before the emp takes everything out and we have to like where's craft my crossbow spears.
0: give me um, the crossbow
1: <laughs> in scum it's in scum it's in the game scum it's just got launched it is funny
0: like how <laughs> um, the survival yeah, we- games are coming out and it just seems very like i don't know if you're gonna get mystical about it i'll just do my role in getting mystical for real quick it just seems like there's something going on with the uh collective subconscious that we're all prepping for
1: 40 14 minutes at 14 minutes ago I just got scum is now available in early access on steam oh, 14 baby. minutes ago so there you go so it's there out you now. Go. yeah we didn't really get into we didn't really get into the the potentials maybe we'll get into potentials of futures and work and uh, we kind of talked about tasks and tokens but we didn't really get into what that potential outcome might be if you invest in those digital mm. communities now uh which I think is still still like way 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 off people's radar i don't think they're 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 quite used to the life that they've got right now thank you very much you know the the work and the home time and then the going out and buying material assets it. constructing life Uh, um, you know that's the life that you decide to buy into i just think there's also a hell of a lot of people that are living an alternative lifestyle uh, and are on the move and are moving to places in the world where it's cheaper to live and crafting out a different kind of life and all power yeah. to them all power to them because at least an active open mind like that can come up with some incredible things when they're not put the pressure of trying to conform to a life that may may not kind yeah. of fit them you know
0: yeah i like that okay
1: I'm going to wow. play the outro now. Okay,
0: I'm smiling because it just that all came all right. together real nice in the end, and and I think everybody who's listening to this is lovely, and I think you're lovely, and um, he's well, cool. well, well, that was you lovely. Know, yeah, I call him like a see him, you know, and um, and we should uh-huh. play the outro. Okay, bye, okay. bye. Thanks for spending time with us today.
1: And subscribe with Pocket Casts and get notified right away.
0: And if you use Anchor FM, please feel free to call in and leave us a message. We'll try to reply in our next cast.
1: If you'd like to support the podcast, you can now go to anchor.fm for slash positive and click on the button.
0: And if you'd like to hang out with us in our discord, there's a link in that page as well.
1: Stay positive and we'll speak to you soon.